Every single day your dollars are devaluing and this is all because of what's happening with the central banks. I'm going to talk about first and foremost hyperinflation. Is it actually possible? The second thing is the good news. What's been happening that looks a little bit positive? And the third is the wild and wacky. Some crazy things are going on and I need to bring you exactly what you came for. Let's go. So let's start the video with this. Hyperinflation is going to change everything. It's happening. And that is according to Twitter's CEO, Jack Dorsey. He said that it will happen in the US soon and so the world. Now, I found that to be interesting. Now, do I take what he says at face value? Do I think that because Jack Dorsey, the founder of Twitter, said that this is going to happen, that that it is going to happen? Well, look, that's not the way I look at things. I simply take the information in and realize that people are starting to actually acknowledge the fact that yes, inflation can happen. Whether we get the hyperinflation, that remains to be seen. Even CNBC touched on what he had to say. So it was notable to say the least. And what is underlying all of this inflation? Yes, you've got the supply chain problems. We'll talk about that today. But we also have the central bank activity. Wall Street's liquidity supernova. Central bank asset purchases of $23 trillion since Lehman's bankruptcy. So what happened at that point in time had never stopped. They continued. That's the Bank of England, the Bank of Japan, the ECB Fed. All of them are doing the same exact activities. And that is the expansion of their balance sheets. They're buying up different assets. The BOJ might be buying up ETFs. They might be buying up government bonds where you might have the Federal Reserve previously were buying corporate bonds. I mean, it all depends, right? But the point is when they do this, when they print money, when they are using their digital printing press, they in fact devalue the currency. They essentially water down the existing pool. And that means you have to spend more of your dollars to get the same. Isn't that weird? Isn't that wacky how it works? Think everything's expensive now? Get ready for what's next. This comes out of Bloomberg. Unilever joins the chorus of companies announcing price increases, pricing power returns for Nestle, Danone, Procter and Gamble. The article just goes on to talk about all the different examples of the companies that are increasing the prices saying, look, our input costs are so much higher than they were previously and we are increasing prices. Not once, not twice, sometimes three times. We're in for at least another 12 months of inflationary pressures. So this is what I wanted to stress at this point. It doesn't matter if we're going to hyperinflation, if we're going to inflation, because at this time, there's heavy inflation. That's what we need to know. That's what we need to base our information on, what we have today. Not the prospects for a major deflation in the future, because right now we're dealing with inflation. So let's handle that. We're in a once in a two decade inflationary environment. So it's not something very unusual. It happened throughout history. There are times where we have inflation, but not every day, especially not in the last while. You can see food inflation. That one is the worst, of course, because it affects people uh, disproportionately. Those in the bottom 50% get hit real 
real hard. Okay, they do talk about the reasons why, supply chain, the fundamentals there. Yes, I get that. But of course, I think it's most important to understand what is going on with you, the individual. So if you want to check it out, just all the different companies like Nestle and others. But look, you've seen it all before. This article right here, directly from IHS Market, they're always bringing up the intel and they're really, really in-depth with their information. And they had this, understanding PMI suppliers delivery times, a widely used indicator of supply delays, capacity constraints, and price pressures. So they do get into a lot of very specific things, but I just want to show you a couple of the charts that they had here. Global PMI suppliers delivery times, long and short story, the slower deliveries. You know that's happening, but I just wanted to compare it because you could see throughout history that at least since the late 90s, no, we've had problems before, but this is real, real serious right now today. Then we go into this, US inflation and suppliers delivery times index, actually seeing it compared to inflation, directly correlated generally, does that mean that inflation is going to pick up much further? Well, certainly possible if people got to wait longer for those products could push the prices up. Global output and supplier delivery times, same situation, okay? So all of this information you might know, but it gives you a little bit of a historical context that might give us, you know, if you, you read a number, all right, freight rates are this much. Okay, great. But I want to see it in terms of a historical context. This will give it to you. As always, links are in the description under the sources. So there is so much more that I wanted to get to. But this, this one is huge. The world biggest real estate bubbles in 2021. Actually, before we touch on that, what do you think it is? Don't cheat. Don't cheat. What do you think it is? The biggest real estate bubble in the world today. If you can get in the top three, what do you think it is? What do you think? What could it be? Put it in the comment section. I'll wait. I'll wait just a minute. Is it New York? Is it San Francisco? Is it somewhere in Europe? Could it be Sydney, Australia? Is it Vancouver? Is it Toronto? Is it Miami? What could it be? Number one in the list. If you guessed this right, it was Frankfurt. That's right. Number two. Oh, that's right. Toronto. Number three is Hong Kong, Munich, Zurich, Vancouver, and it goes on. And this comes from UBS. Now, UBS has this information. They put it together right here. You could check out the page that they have as well as the PDF. All of those links will be in the description below. There's a lot of detail, of course, but I just try to bring you as much as I possibly can condense it down. If you do appreciate that, hit that thumbs up, support the channel, and you will be more likely to see these videos in your recommended feed. So I want to break this down right now real quick in the Money GPS Insights. Right now, today, the prospect of hyperinflation is actually increasing. Regardless if that happens, though, inflation is high and it's actually getting worse. You as the individual, you can own real assets to hedge that inflation and potentially help to protect yourself and your family. Now, there are some good things that are happening today, or at least positive factors, and I wanted to just quickly cover those. Long Beach eases container rules to tackle national emergency. Shipping containers can go 
four high versus a prior limit of two. Dwell time at the LA Long Beach hit a record six days last month. The amount of ships that are sitting offshore right now is just continuously increasing. It's taking longer to pull that inventory and bring it to where it needs to be. I've covered all of this. But there needs to be some steps taken. There needs to be some actions that ease the pain. And hopefully this will be one of those. We'll see if others do it. You know, LA is busy. Long Beach is busy. There are many ports right now that are just real overstuffed. This is also good. You've seen energy prices going berserk and Europe especially, but they're expecting higher than normal temperatures over a two-week period, and that means less energy usage and hopefully can provide a little bit of buffer. So that would be great if that is the case, all right? Then you have this. It's an article from oilprice.com, and you know they get into a whole bunch of different things. They're ultimately talking about uh, nuclear power, uranium, and Australia and look at this and my friends in Australia what do we have here Australia is the largest known has the largest known reserves of uranium on the planet it is the third largest exporter of uranium yet it has no nuclear plants to produce electricity so essentially what they're trying to make the case for is for Australia to use the nuclear power to make that something that they do because right now they're using a lot of, uh, they mentioned it here, coal, and they're using a lot of fossil fuels and so on. What I think is important here is that they've got something that the world is most likely going to be buying lots of. And that could come in the form of, you know, you're seeing a lot of the ETFs now. What, uh, Sprott doing the uranium ETF. So Australia could be doing something that Potentially, if they do this, if they expand in their mining operations, making this happen, they might have a very good resource that the world wants. The, the whole world, all these governments are going towards what they believe is clean energy. And so money is going to be thrown at it. And Australia has a potential here to be making some good money off of that. That is for sure. Okay. What about gold? Gold's been sitting on the sidelines, silver as well, despite, you know, you might see the prices go higher for a little bit, but it's just unloved. And you're hearing so many different individuals say, Bitcoin is the new gold. What do you think? Bitcoin, gold, put it in the comments below. Or is it both? Or is it each one has its positives and negatives and so on? But I want to know what you think. Put it in the comments, because I know this is one hot debate. Gold's inflation haven appeal means violent run up may be ahead. Now, of course, this article is written about the biggest name, two of the biggest names in Canadian mining, talking about the former chiefs of Gold Corp. Now, that's a heavily biased viewpoint, but the point here is that, as I've always said, when all else fails, then they turn to gold. They're not going to look at gold when things are just moderately you know, risky or what have you. It's when everything else loses its prospect of being a safe haven, then they turn to gold. Central banks are turning to gold. You see them diversifying away from the US dollar, whether that's Russia, whether that's Poland, whether that's other places, they're doing that. That's very clear. So we'll see what happens. I found this to be interesting, 
Breaking news, Coast Guard crews are monitoring several adrift shipping containers 43 miles west of the Straits of Juan de Fuca entrance. An, an impound vessel lost approximately 40 containers when the ship uh, listed to its side due to rough seas. So you've got these ships, a lot of them just sitting off the coast and you know you have rough seas you got a storm coming in it's pushing them off i mean this thing is just massive everything that's happening here you've got the freight rates increasing i'll show you two charts china east asia to north america west coast ocean freight pricing i love the context of this okay along with what i was talking about previously the gray line here that is 2019 so it's hard to tell, you know, it peaked out maybe at 2,500 in this point here, and it's maybe 1,000, 2,500, okay? Compare that to what we see in 2021. I mean, it's just crazy. Uh, right now, sitting at about, I don't know, 16,500. So from 2,500 at its peak to 16,500. What about this? US dollar per kilo from Hong Kong to North America. Again, same situation, 2019. That's about $4. But then you look at 2021, it is more like $10. So this is just considerable to see what has happened. This Wall Street Journal article, high inflation creates tax winners and losers. What are you? While take-home pay could climb for many in January, some taxpayers will feel the pinch of tax provisions that don't change as prices rise. So with inflation going crazy, the tax laws apparently are unable to keep up. Stay tuned for that, all right? Housing market shows cracks with price cuts in some boom towns. So in certain places like Boise, Idaho, you're seeing the prices had increased 30% year over year, but in a sudden reversal, buyers are now the ones with the power. Do you know any places that the prices went way too high and have started to maybe build up some inventory. Maybe the the homes are sitting on the markets longer. Or are things real, real fast? Let me know what you see. I know that some areas, the inventory is super low. The prices are super high. And they get whatever they are asking. That's for sure. I mean, it's just crazy to see it, right? If you support the channel, if you want these videos to come up, in your feed, hit that thumbs up button. Don't forget, when you click the subscribe button, I hope you will, it's right down there, click that subscribe. Make sure you hit the bell and always select the, always notify me, because that's gonna make sure you get these videos. I am planning some huge things coming in the near future, very near future, literally a couple days, hopefully, I'm hoping. So definitely stay tuned for that. Hit that like button at the very least to support this channel. If you haven't seen this video yet, you definitely want to check it out. Click it and I'll see you there.